We want to welcome everyone to another episode of Minority Report Podcast with Eric and Carell, coming to you live from Ad Color 2021. We've got a very special guest with us right now. He just got off of the stage and had a fascinating conversation. Victor Barbieri, Enterprise Marketing Lead for Latin America at Spotify. Victor, how are you? I'm great. Thanks. It's great to be here. Yeah, yeah. Really, really great conversation, discussion that you moderated, which I definitely want to get into. But first, for the audience, who is Victor? Where are you from? Where are you born and raised? All right. So I'm Brazilian. I was born and raised in Sao Paulo. So I lived there until six years ago. That's when I moved to Miami. And I've been living there uh, since. Awesome. Awesome. And, you know, obviously you are the enterprise marketing lead Latin America for Spotify, right? And growing up in Brazil, in South America, how does your background and culture, I guess, play into your day to day at Spotify? It's very tricky because, you know, Latin America is a huge region. Like we have like all the different countries. So before joining Spotify, I only had experience working in Brazil Mm -hmm. with the Brazilian audience Mm -hmm. in both B2B and B2C. And for me, it was a challenge going to Spotify, not only because I was going to start working for the whole region, but also Spotify was my first job in the U.S. Mm. It was the first time that I had a boss who didn't speak Portuguese. Gotcha. And who wasn't sitting next to me because I was in Miami by myself. No one from my team was there. You know, my boss was in New York. So everything was completely new to me in that specific role. It didn't exist at the time. There was no one doing that for Latin America. Mm-hmm. So it was like my first week was like, okay, what do I have to do? And my boss at the time, she was like, I don't understand anything about Latin America. Like it's all on you. <laughs> so it was quite challenging to understand the different you know, nuances and the different right. cultures. Right. You know, I, I wouldn't feel comfortable making any decisions based on assumptions, right? Mm-hmm. Like I had to connect with the local teams. Mm-hmm. I had to ask them questions. I had to understand their culture. I had to understand where they're coming from, mm-hmm. what their goals were. So then we could, you know, start understanding that and building a proper strategy for the whole region. So for you, it was learning on the job, right? But also learning on the job included the job, but it also included understanding different communities and cultures as yeah. well. Yeah. And understanding the American culture, right? Like how to work with, as I said, like was the first time that I had an American boss and, you know, understanding the the different relationships that we have in a work environment. I didn't have that, you know, Mm. it was based in Brazil. I had the whole office there in Brazil. Of course, I would connect with people from other regions, from other markets, but I wouldn't work with them like on day to day, like I started doing on Spotify. So everything was was very challenging. Was marketing always the field you wanted to be in? Uh, so my parents, they both work in marketing, advertising. Mm-hmm. We all went to the same school. So they, <laughs> at first, they were like, are you sure that's what you want? I'm like, yeah, I see what you guys do. Like, I, I love watching your work. And my dad, he was also doing art direction. I learned how to use Photoshop and InDesign, like, even before high school. So at the time, I was like, you know, I had maybe journalism as an option because I always liked reading magazines, like reading articles. Mm-hmm. So that was an option. And advertising was, you know, my top choice. But when I decided to go with advertising, I consider our direction because it was something I really liked mm. and seeing my dad doing that, that was, you know, something I was fascinated to see. But in the end, I just went to marketing. And as I mentioned, I've been doing marketing for both, you know, B2B and B2C audiences mm. for the past almost 15 years now. And it's, you know, B2C, B2B, completely different, right? <laughs> They're different, but the skills that you learn, the yeah. skills that you apply for one, like you can Transferable. easily bring to the other. Yeah. 
it's funny because, you know, at Spotify, our B2B audience are the, you know, the advertisers, right. the brands, the media agencies, the creative agencies who are, you know, working on getting their messages, you know, for the, the brand messages on, on Spotify. Mm-hmm. Spotify is a media platform. Mm-hmm. And those people who, that B2B audience, they're also Spotify users. Right. They listen to Spotify. Yeah. They're fans of the music that we have there, the podcast that we have there. Mm-hmm. So when we are connecting with that audience, we need to understand that, yes, we're doing business with them, but they like Spotify you know, as yeah. a platform for their own use. So we need to apply certain B2C mm-hmm. elements in that mm-hmm. conversations that we have with them. So... For example, they expect Spotify to be, you know, like a entertaining, entertaining, entertaining brand. Like when we bring content to them, we cannot only bring like educational content, pure and simple educational content. We need to bring some kind of entertainment with mm-hmm. for them. So mm-hmm. when we used to doing person events, uh, now we're going back to those finally. But we always have, you know, artists performing, and we see how that audience react to that. You know, their fans like they love being that environment where their favorite artists are performing in front of them. Yeah. So definitely, you know, it's a B2B audience, but we need to use certain B2C approaches. Right, too. right. And like you said, I would imagine as well too, because the B2B folks are also consumers of your platform, right? I mean, that's like firsthand market research right at your fingertips as well too, right? Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Usually we have meetings with them, like we ask questions here and there, like to understand more about their relationship to, you know, the platform and uh, the music and the podcast. Yeah, listen to. yeah gotcha. for sure. Gotcha. Let's talk about Ad Color. Again, you just came off the stage. I'm catching you just as you finished up a very, very fascinating conversation around elevating Black women and the importance of elevating their voices, their stories, so on and so forth. And so if you wouldn't mind, Victor, just take a moment and give a quick summary of your discussion, your panel. Yeah. So it was a great conversation that I had the pleasure and honor of moderating with Jamel Hill and Christina Tapper. Mm -hmm. So Jamel, both of them are journalists. Both of them have this background in sports journalism. So Jamel, you know, she she came from, from ESPN and she since 2019, she has a podcast, a regional podcast on Spotify called Jamel yep. Hill is Unbothered, which is an awesome podcast. Mm-hmm. If you guys haven't listened to it, I definitely recommend it's the third season now. And Christina Tapper, she's executive producer on Spotify now, and they're working together on the Unbothered Network, which is a podcast network that has that goal also of elevating Black voices, mm-hmm. Black women. So that's coming to Spotify soon. And the idea of this conversation that I had with them was to explore, you know, what's behind the Unbother Network, but also what's behind the podcast, Jamil Hughes Unbother, and hear from them about podcasts, about audio, about Black voices, and how all these go together and how podcasts serve as a platform for those voices. Mm -hmm. And I would assume similar to what you said before, when you first got to Spotify and had to learn about different cultures and different communities, a Brazilian guy moderating a discussion about elevating Black women voices. I'm assuming through this whole process, you learned a lot as well, too. I did. I did. (laughs) And it was was something I even mentioned on on the conversation. Last year, my husband and I, we adopted a Black boy, you know, when he was newborn. Now he's uh, about to be 19 months. Mm -hmm. And being, I'm Latino, but I'm white. Something that I learned when I moved to US is that some people, they don't have that perception that you can be white and Latino. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. they, they see it as like separate things, but you have black Latinos, you have white Latinos. So I consider myself white Latino. And my my husband, he's also white. His family is American, is Cuban American. And for us, when we heard the news that we we're going to be adopting a black boy, we had to go back to, you know, our day-to-day and understand what we know about it. And mm-hmm. his biological parents, they come from Trinidad and Tobago. Mm-hmm. 
we've never been there. Like we, we're now very excited to go there, but like, we don't know anything about the culture what type of conversation we're going to have with him. Mm. You know, like he's going to be raised surrounded by his white family mm. and we're going to make sure he has access to those black voices, right? Like that type of content that is going to help him figure out his place in the world. And I want to make sure he understands that he sees himself reflected on the content he's consuming. So mm. that's why I think podcasts, they offer this opportunity for black voices to be heard. And we've been trying to understand, you know, like all the content that we watch, right? The movies and the TV shows and something that I was telling uh, the conversation. Like I have all these books and like action figures from when I was a kid. And I was like, I'm going to save this for my kid. And I went back to them. They're all white, right? Like white stories, like the TV shows I used to watch. They're all like white characters. The movies, my favorite movies, all white. My action figures, my superheroes, like all white. Mm. I'm like, mm. all right, this is not right. So like since last year, we've been buying books for him. But now we have like, we go to Netflix, like HBO Max, like you have like all this different content, like for kids with black characters, selling yeah. black stories. So it's great to see that, how more accessible the content is. Mm-hmm. And hopefully that's going to be something that's going to get even more, more diverse in the next few years. Yeah, I think it's super important. You're right. And it's great, though, that I think you also are aware enough to recognize that as well, too, right? Because that's where I think part of this starts is sort of the recognition of the situation. And then how do we go about solving for it? So kudos to you, man, for, for doing that. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. yeah, I have like boxes and boxes of these action figures. I'm a huge fan of comic books and superheroes. So uh-huh. it's like the Batmans and the like spider Man. Like I'm like, they're all, you know, why? So like, I started getting the Miles Morales and like the John Stewart's, like those characters that I'm going to be happy to introduce him to those. Because can I imagine like I, I just have a box for him, like, hey, these are all my action figures when I was a kid. And like, it's, amazing, by the way, it's amazing that you still have them, though. By yeah, the way. <laughs> oh, yeah, I have all of them. And I was still buying some. But yeah, it's something that really opened my eyes. Maybe if, if it wasn't for him, like I wouldn't even notice. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I hear you. I hear you. I have to ask you, though, who is your favorite superhero? Ah, Batman. Batman. All yeah. Right. Okay. That, yeah. Wow. You you had that one ready to yeah, go. <laughs> like, yes. Yeah. I have a lot of comic books. Like this week is actually New York Comic Con. Oh, uh, okay. So I'm definitely stopping by. Uh, uh, oh, awesome. And the ad color was perfect for you then. You can perfect the, week. Yeah. Oh, like what a coincidence. <laughs> and also Spotify has a now partnership with Warner and DC. We're going to be releasing a Batman podcast very soon. Oh, wow. So the voice of Bruce Wayne is going to be Winston Duke, who is a black actor. Gotcha. I was doing research. He's actually from Trinidad and Tobago. So like I was very happy with, uh, <laughs> with the news. Yeah. yeah, no, that's definitely pretty cool. Going back to earlier, you mentioned when you first started at Spotify, how it was a new job, a new role. You had to learn a lot, so on and so forth. I'm curious to know, as you were sort of coming up in your career, you mentioned you went to the same school as your parents and sort of that's how you got into marketing. Outside of your parents, were there any other sort of mentors or people that sort of guided you along the way? And what was that experience like? Yeah, mainly at college, Mm -hmm. you know, I had a few professors who really opened my eyes to to marketing, Mm -hmm. what it means to work in that field, especially in, in Brazil. So I keep in touch with a few of them since today. And whenever I have an opportunity, I love going back to college and teaching and speaking to students. Nice. Luckily, I've been invited to speak a couple of times in my school back in Brazil, but also here in Miami, actually, with FIU. So I've, I've been there like three or four times already, like talking about Spotify, about my career. So whenever I have the chance 
to be that mentor my professors were. Mm -hmm. I love doing that. I love connecting with students and learning from them and also understanding what I have to to offer them. You know? Gotcha. Yeah. And I feel like that is one of the reasons where, again, here at Ad Color 2021, why this event is so important, too, because there's the piece of it where we're learning from each other and talking about all the things that are diversity, equity, and inclusion. But there's also the Ad Colors Futures program, that next generation of kids that are sort of coming up, right? And so curious, you know, if you can speak for a minute, what does Ad Color mean to you? And, and again, being here and being in a position to share information and educate others. Yeah, so it's actually my third time attending Ad Color. The previous two times I went when it was back in L.A. before COVID it was a very different event, you know, like a lot of people together in the same room. Yeah. And I was fascinated by it, you know, by the it was I think it was the first event that I went that had those types of conversation and I made a lot of great connections and I heard great speakers. I met a lot of new people that I, you know, I probably wouldn't meet if it wasn't for for ad caller. And then fast forward to today, being on the stage and interviewing Jamel Hill and Christina Tapper, that was something that, you know, the first time that I went to Ad Caller back in LA in 2018, mm-hmm. something I never thought was gonna was gonna happen. Mm-hmm. So I really appreciate, you know, all the effort that Tiffany and her team they put. I know it's especially this year doing the hybrid event. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure yeah. it was a nightmare for them, <laughs> but they did a great job. The event, you know, looks looks amazing. Uh, I can't wait to go back online and watch the rest of the content that wasn't able to see in person. But yeah, it's been an honor, honestly, like to be on a stage with all these amazing speakers. Like, it's just an honor. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I hear you. What advice would you give to anyone that is looking to start a career in marketing or advertising, thinking back to, you know, when you started your career? I would say, you know, marketing is about culture, right? About understanding people. Mm-hmm. So I feel you need to... You need to be curious. You need to be willing to hear from everyone, learn from everyone, even if it's maybe like a specific type of topic that you're not that interested in. Like you need to open your eyes and your ears and hear and be connected. Like, for example, I've been working in entertainment, right, for the mm-hmm. past few years. So before Spotify, I work at Viacom, where I was marketing manager for Nickelodeon, Comedy Central back in Brazil. And before that, I work at Fox International Channels, where I was marketing manager for Fox and FX. So I've been working entertainment, right? And that's the field because marketing, when you study marketing, you can just do... You can go everywhere. Yeah, right? everywhere. So, so I think it's important things. for you to understand what's the field that you're more interested in. And for me, it was entertainment. Mm-hmm. So I had a master's in entertainment. I was like, okay, that's what I want to do. But also entertainment is a very broad field. So for me, it's important. Like I have notifications on my phone, like every second about like news on entertainment, right? Even mm-hmm. if it's like a singer that I, I don't really like that much or a TV show that I don't watch, like I like to know what's happening. Yeah. I like to know when someone's releasing a new album or, you know, when a new TV show is announced or canceled or a new movie is coming up. And I might not even be a fan of that movie. I'm not going to watch the movie, but I like to know that that's happening. Mm-hmm. So I think that's been really helpful throughout my career because when it comes to the point where, you know, I have to interview someone about a specific topic, it's easy for me to make those connections and be like, oh yeah, I saw something about this. I read news about that. So for me, my advice would be these two things. First, understand what field you want to work in marketing because you can do a lot in different areas. And, and from that, be curious, you know, be open, mm. like understand what's going on around you. Mm. Awesome. Awesome advice. Thank you. Appreciate that. All right. Fun question that I love asking every guest that we have on the podcast, although I kind of think I know where you may go with this, given your last answer. 
Give us the top three apps that you use on your phone on a regular basis, but you can't name email, calendar, or text messaging because those uh, are too boring. Yeah, I think the f- I think the first one is just Twitter. Yeah. I get notifications like all the time. Like I yeah. follow these pages, like some of them, like I, I get notifications when they post new stuff. So uh-huh. uh, I know the Variety, Entertainment Weekly, like all those. That's one. Because I have a baby, can I say like the photo? Absolutely. Like, like an app? Yeah. yeah, like I'm always, <laughs> if you follow me on Instagram, like it's it's all about him. Because my parents in, back in Brazil, they haven't met him in person yet because oh, of wow, COVID. Like wow. we're, we're yeah. having been able to travel. We're finally going to travel to Brazil next month. Wow. I have all these friends in Brazil who they've only seen him through social media. So I know some people, I understand why they don't want to expose their kids so much on, on social media. But for me, it's a very important tool. So my friends and family who are back in Brazil, they, they can see him and they yeah. can see him growing up. So I, I guess the photo app and also Instagram because it's mm-hmm. where I put most content about him. And I'm assuming the fourth one will be Spotify too as well, right? Of course. <laughs> I, I'm not even mentioning Spotify because it's like, yeah, for podcasts, for music, when I'm working out, I love to listen to podcasts while I'm working out. Yeah. Like people usually listen to to music. But for me, like when I'm working out, I get more focused on what I'm listening to. Mm-hmm. And I love using that moment to listen to podcasts. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Awesome. Awesome. So for any of our listeners out there that want to follow up with you, continue the conversation, what's the best way for them to get in touch with you? Probably through LinkedIn. Uh, they can easily find me as Victor Barbieri. Okay. B-A-R-B-I-E-R-I. Italian last name is not that easy to pronounce. It was actually years ago, like I never knew it was Barbieri or Barbieri. Mm. I had to do some research uh-huh. and understand what would be the, the right <laughs> way of saying my last name. But yeah, I'm there on LinkedIn. You know, a lot of people have added me already since I left the stage and I love continuing those conversations on platform. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Victor, really appreciate you stopping by and giving us a few minutes here. And for those of you who are listening, be sure to follow us. You can find us on all the podcast platforms, wherever you're streaming your audio. And big thanks to our partners at Ad Color for giving us a platform to have these conversations. Thanks, Victor. Really appreciate it. Thank you so much. 